0: Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon to be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you mama to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Belly and Beyond. I'm freaking so excited about this episode. I think it is so timely. I recorded this with a beautiful Elise from Meditate With Friends a couple of weeks ago. And since the weekend, I'm like, oh my gosh, this episode needs to be released this week to support all the beautiful moms and dads and grandmas and aunties and teachers and caregivers of any kind to children because Elise has created an app called Meditate With Friends. And it's all about Voices of children meditating with the most stunning scripts you've ever heard for other children to connect with and meditate along. And the foundational principles of meditation at a young age has just blown my mind. Here's a little bit about Elise. Elise Denatali is destined to spend her career caring, educating, and more specifically supporting the well-being of young people locally and communities far and wide over 15 years, her attentive nature has provided a lease for an insight to the practical needs of children. More recently, the last four years of Young Yoga, the mother company of Meditate With Friends, provided a lease with an insight into the increasing need and desire children have for quiet time and moments of stillness in their surprisingly demanding day. With the release of Meditate With Friends app, it's designed to give the voice to the children wishing to speak and be heard. And the first of its kind, a community of children dedicated to each other well-being through meditation. Meditation by children for children. And this is her dream come true. So I'm really excited for you to hear from her today. I've personally been using one of her meditations by the beautiful Sophie, and it has literally changed our sleep routine. It's changed the way I see sleep routine. It's just been such a beautiful addition to our evenings when Hunter's been sick, when we've had days when things have been really tough, when he's teething, and she never intended for this meditation to be on children so young, but just wait until you hear the rest of the episode because you're going to understand why. All right, get ready. Well, welcome back to another episode of Bell and Beyond. I have the wonderful Elise here from Meditate With Friends, and I'm really excited for her to be a guest on the podcast because instilling meditation in children at a young age is such a powerful tool, especially with everything going on right now. So welcome, Elise. Tell us a little bit about yourself um, and a top mama tip.
1: Okay, so my journey started many years ago um, when I went through a little bit of a rough patch myself in my mid-20s, kind of a little bit of lack of purpose and not know where to go. I went through a bit of depression and a bit of anxiety from it all. And then it awoken me into the world of yoga. So movement and exercise was always a part of my life and eating well from a young age. But yoga was new to me. But I needed something to kind of pull me out of where I was. And yoga and meditation and mindfulness became my tool. So that's where it all started. I was working with kids from when I was 18 until my mid-20s. And then I started to do some training. I got myself trained up in kids' yoga and I started to use it in my work every day with all the kids that I worked with. So whether it be preschool children or I worked in before and aftercare for a while. So I started to incorporate all these skills I was learning that was helping me and then utilizing it in my work and I could start to see the benefits that I was having on these children, on their behavior, on their well-being, in my care every day. So, yeah, and then I, I got to use it like immediately. I did the first part of the training course, which is like a basic kids yoga, and then I loved it, so I started to expand and I did three or four different versions with additional yoga for additional needs and meditation goes really well hand in hand. And then I started my own business, Young Yoga. And I have been teaching in schools and uh, preschools from three to high school. And I see the benefit work with every age group and I use a lot of resources in my classes and some of them I I create my own whether I I write meditations for the children so it's purposeful and and matches the the type of yoga class I teach but then I started to use resources from elsewhere to keep variety and I noticed there was something missing that all the meditations out there whether it be apps um, with other meditations or YouTube or books they all had this um like adult presence, they're all recorded or voiced by adults. And even if I read the meditations, I'm an adult, I'm another adult in their life. And children are so used to being instructed or um, disciplined or authoritated by adults. So I started to realize that maybe there'll be a deeper connection and more benefit if these meditations are voiced by children. And wow that's where Meditate With Friends was first birthed. The idea first came to my mind in 2017. Which is amazing.
0: And honestly, I haven't interviewed a person on this podcast that wasn't doing what they felt called to without their story. So it's so true that what we go through and what we experience ends up becoming our biggest superpower and our biggest catalyst for change mm. and this whole thing never would have happened if you didn't have the courage from basically your own mental health journey absolutely so it's just incredible and now it's having a deeper effect on the next generation which as a mum you are fully obviously thinking about so if you could give us one top mama tip today can be silly or serious whatever you like what would that be take three
1: So Mm. take three, hand on heart for love, hand on belly for trust and three deep, beautiful breaths anytime, Mm.
0: anywhere. And let's be honest, we have those moments how many times in a day is a mom?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I've never breathed so much since becoming a mom.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that was like the only thing that got me through the start of my journey. Well, not the only thing, one of the things that really helped practically get me through my journey was I would count to seven, hold for three and then breathe out. And I had to do that many times in the day because I was just like holding my breath basically because I was stressed and I was so much internal tension but i love this so let's get right into it i'm really excited for you to share more about meditate with friends of course as you know when i we connected on social media (laughs) i instantly wanted to try one of your first key i think it was your first key meditations which is with sophie yes um on my son. And you were like, look, I didn't create this particular meditation for the age bracket that you're going to do it with your son, but through your own experience with your own baby, who I think you started when they were eight or nine months old, you realized it had such a positive impact. So let's just go in with that. So you did create Meditate With Friends, as you said, but it wasn't always intentionally for beyond a certain age, right?
1: That's right. When I created the meditations... I had scripted them from my experience for children from three plus because I I could see that the um, impact these meditations were having on them. I did not expect until I was desperate one week with my son and um, who was, yes, six, actually seven months old at the time. And I I thought I'd try something. Music wasn't working. Padding wasn't working. Feeding wasn't really working. So I pulled out. Some of the recordings I had before releasing the app and I tried it and I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it so I it, it didn't happen first go it, it took about maybe a week or so to two weeks of cons- consecutively using it so he started to get used to it but I couldn't believe that within 10 minutes, he was starting to get into that sleepy state. The meditation, the sleep meditation by Sophie goes for about seven minutes and it it was working on him. Every now and again, I'd have to play it twice, but I could see his body language change the minute I press play after that maybe 10-day mark.
0: Absolutely, and I can testify that as an outsider of your world of creation, that it 100% works and still to this day, like, Hunter's normally so exhausted that he actually just passes out most nights on the bottle, (laughs) but there is nights when he's either in discomfort, it could be stuck wind, it could be tooth pain, it could be just, you know, it could even be growing pains. There's numerous different things that agitate children at his particular age. I will always, first point of call, obviously, cuddle, comfort, touch. Touch is so powerful. But it's your meditation and it, the one with Sophie and I just, we pl- we had to use it last night because he was teething and you're right, we needed to do a few different things. We had to play it twice. But honestly, the combination of that meditation, well, not only does it completely soothe me and I'd love to go into that, it brings my adrenaline down, but it really soothes him. And then with the combination of touch, it's just the perfect environment to calm and actually have a nice
1: sleep I think that's part of the key actually is especially in the beginning when the children are new to meditation to model it and they and when in modeling it they feel your energy they are so connected with our energy and our frequency if you like um, that when we start to calm they calm they notice such mm. a difference when the nights where I feel agitated why won't why won't he sleep I've got to step out of that, bring in my resources. I start to settle with the meditation, and then I, I forget. I stop worrying about why he's not settling because he starts to. So modeling it and and being that that level of energy. So this becomes a family meditation practice, and it only takes five to ten minutes. And the benefit, the rewards reaped are a good night's sleep, better rest and recovery, good focus for learning the next day. Because we all know how we feel after a good night's sleep, and and then and the list goes on. To be honest, and, and this is just the sleep meditation we. Seven playlists at the moment uh, and growing of different kind of subjects or topics that these our meditations are are created for we have morning we have gratitude we have kindness we have sleep as mentioned we have community with special collaboration meditations so these are not your just your typical meditations or soothing sleep tracks that you might automatically go to this gives you a whole variety to use in your life and
0: tell us about the impact on a child as young as obviously we're starting within the first year or for me it was one year onwards what's the impact of that on the rest of their life and and going into even such things as that you know first day of daycare their first day at kindergarten their first day at high school talk a bit about that
1: yep so within the script's these meditations have, I don't want to just call it inspiring words, but they're, they're affirmations, they're mantras, they teach gratitude, they teach presence of mind. So that when we all, children, adults alike, go through challenges or circumstances in life that are uncomfortable, it really is a, is a, A great tool a known tool that if you come back to the moment and reset yourself you come back to your physical experience whether it be your breathing or whether it be reminding yourself that you're capable of this you are strong you are brave um these tools are taught in the meditations but they become a part of the child they become a part of the person for life so they start their first day of preschool and they're nervous and and they don't really want to go. And parent can remind them of some of the words in the meditations that they've been listening to. So remember when you feel nervous, honey, you can just take a few deep breaths. You can press your hands, rest your hands on your belly and know you are safe because you are strong and you are brave and you are, you can do this. And I'm always here for you when you need me. But you are capable yourself. And you remind them of those, those breathing techniques whenever they feel worried. And that's just one example
0: and I love that you touched on the words because like, we have spoken about this before but you don't just whip those um scripts out like in a few minutes like you no. can spend sometimes hours and days yes putting these words and sentences together with quite a lot of deep thought and yes. really assessing what that child needs at that particular age so tell us a bit about that because that's really powerful
1: yeah, so I'm almost 33, and I've been working with kids since I was 18. But even growing up, I spent I was the I was the one that spent all the time with the cousins. I was I was an only I'm an only child, so I didn't have siblings. But I was attracted to spend time with with friends and cousins, and I was always the one with the little ones kind of hanging off my shoulders as I grew. So I spent a lot of time with children all my life, always younger than me. So I I, I got comfortable and connected in in their company, and I, so over that time, I had this experience and repertoire of language of interest of how to connect with children so when it came time to writing these meditations I have this repertoire where I sit and I write And if it doesn't feel right as I read and reread I get into a meditative state myself sometimes it can take me a whole day to get a first draft out because I just have to sit with it and get right calm myself as if I'm experiencing the meditation and then I start writing the content and if it doesn't feel right I'll come back to it the next day or a few days later and reassess and go oh no a child wouldn't say that a child wouldn't feel that and and then I tested out on the kids and they give me feedback and I asked them because I want this to be child led just as much I said do you think this feels good would you say this is it does this resonate with you and I had one girl during that one of the early recordings it was a squeeze and release meditation uh, that's not available just yet but it will be soon and the we talked about squeezing and releasing the body so it was a physical uh, relaxation to help them help children learn about tension and letting go of tension. So we worked our way up in the script and uh, the written content from feet to head. And when we got to the the face, I was getting this seven year old girl to to help me edit it. And I asked her what she thought because we got to the face. And I said, "Scrunch your face, nice and tight, or something." And she said, mm, "She said that doesn't sound right." I was like, "Okay." So she said, "How about you say squeeze your face like you're licking a sour lemon?" And I was like, that's so good. And so that became a part of the script. Um, And we had a little bit of a giggle. But now every time I hear it, I remember that this, one of our young meditators, Emma, was a part of that, editing that and, and, and making that script better than it was.
0: Wow. I love that. That's so cool. And I think when you're saying that, it makes me think you were just basically learning their lingo, how they would talk to each other. And it is so pure and innocent and basic, but often very profound and super creative.
1: Yes. Um, but and even not filtered by adults. We <laughs> not filtered by those- adult
0: experiences.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm watching the way my son is interacting. And when he sees little people at the park, he, his whole face lights up and I can almost feel his energy being like, my people, there's little people like me on my level. They're going to understand, you know what I mean? And I think then to hear the voice, voice, when I know when that Sophie's voice comes on, even though she's a bit older than Hunter, I can instantly hear him going, Oh,
1: she's one of me, you know, like that
0: little connection, which I think is so sweet.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's it's so true.
0: So in terms of there's actually a lot that goes on behind the scenes (laughs) in terms of like you actually recording. And I know that you've done recordings so young that the children actually can't read that they have to repeat what mum says. So
1: tell us about that. Oh, yes, that was fun. So I had a mum approach me. She knew, actually a producer herself, but she knew what I was working on and was so excited. And she said, can my son be a part of this? And I was like, sure. Like, let's give it a go. She said, oh, he's just hasn't started kindy yet. And I was like, in my mind I was like okay and she said that, but, but I can help him read through the content I was like sure let's give it a go so I jumped in much to much to my surprise and it was um I, I helped them I gave them some tips we have an awesome producer who's a friend of mine and he's really good with kids as well so they spent some time together it did take longer than all the other recordings but he recorded which again is is not available but it's coming soon is a robot relaxation and Mm. he puts on the cutest robot voice that helps teach children how to switch off and wind down so just like a robot kind of shutting down beep 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 So he says, (laughs) "We it's a sleep meditation, and his voice is is even more innocent and more youthful because he was only four at the time when he recorded."
0: Oh, that's so cute! I cannot wait for that one because that one actually would probably be really great for Hunter's age group and really connect. And it's also a male's voice, so that also might be kind of exciting for him as well. Yes. Um, And also talk to me a little bit about these meditations, right? Like I know there is an emphasis on sleep because that's what every single parent wants, but there is other meditations that can be about joy and really uplifting and Mm -hmm. confidence building and really teaching kids to have a voice. I know that's something that you're also really passionate about.
1: Yes, I am. Because Meditate With Friends is is actually also about bringing leadership and and giving children a voice giving them the chance to be confident young so that they build that resilience especially because bullying is quite passionate quite a spot in in my personal experience you know growing up probably didn't have in very the early days probably I didn't have close friendship groups so I I found myself in situations where I felt like I was being bullied to some degree you know the different one so it becomes a very personal thing to me about bringing resilience to the child it's not about reprimanding the bully actually it's about bringing a confidence and an inner self to the person who's receiving that so they are stronger for it and it doesn't affect them because I think we put a lot of energy on 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 the bully and and about fixing that problem but I actually think if you the children come from a, a stronger place themselves it won't affect them and then the cycle won't carry on.
0: And also let's be honest bullying is nothing at school compared to what's on the outside well the people exactly. and adults that you can meet at in the workplace in all sorts of different facets it, yet yeah, it just Dealing with one bully at school isn't necessarily going to make the rest of your life better. And you're right, there is going to be many of other bullies or people that don't have healthy boundaries or Mm -hmm. dysfunctional people or being able to choose the right life partner. So you're right, it really does come from us. And I'm sure what I'm thinking as I'm listening to you, if the parents are involved in those meditations with them, as in they're listening to them and kind of being actively involved, they're also hearing a language and a way to talk to their child.
1: Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Yes, I, you know, I actually hadn't even thought of it like that from that perspective, but you're absolutely right. So there's two angles where I feel Meditate With Friends really supports young leaders. So one, it's the, the meditators themselves. So we have about 20, actually 21 young meditators. And my dream is that we have many, many more. Because I want to give these opportunities, these leadership opportunities to children far and wide, especially in communities where they don't get opportunities like this. So I, they're children who get these leadership opportunities to come into a recording studio, to practice these med- this meditation content, to then become familiar with meditation themselves, and then deliver this, knowing they are helping the well-being of other children. So one, they have a voice, two, they feel like they have a purpose, three, they get outside their comfort zone as they come into this recording studio a little bit nervous, a little bit apprehensive, because during the recording as well, they hear their own voice back. So it actually starts to, and I don't know who you feel like, but when you're getting used to hearing your own voice back, sometimes you think, oh, God, do I sound like that as an adult? And you have a little bit of that judgment thought of yourself. So these children are getting these experiences in these recording studios young to value and love the voice that they hear because of what they're sharing. So that's, good. that's one angle of how I dream of giving children a voice through these meditations. And I also will be running uh, meditation writing workshops with children so that we can work on growing this skill for themselves to use at home, for them to utilize in in on our app. But That's part of the leadership is actually the young meditators. Recording these. And then the leadership and the the having a voice and the confidence and the resilience can come into play on in the other angle is the listener. So then start to develop this sense of self and self awareness because script in the meditations teach children that they are enough. I'm writing
0: literally so many things that are like fully coming in at the moment. I don't know what you feel about like pictures and visions and stuff. I don't even know if you're fully working on this yet, but I just got this picture of you running like kids' camps yeah and like it's a belief in your voice, and it's almost like a, the the niche would almost be um like the marketing would almost be to like parents with kids that have been bullied mm-hmm. and have become timid oppressed, knocked down, and they would almost go on one of your like um like imagine if you owned or had access to like a production place for like three days and kids came on like a believe in your voice camp and they got to just do all this amazing work and like you said, their value and identity. Do you know what? In those moments, I feel like that's where the next leaders get raised, right? Because they've actually been through such a horrible experience that they end up having so much humility and so much empathy for other humans. It's just once they get a hold of having their voice and strengthen their voice, they end up creating the most radical change. You probably have the next generation leaders that potentially could be coming in your space really yeah, soon
1: yeah you you know what i've yeah i i think of some of the children that some of these young meditators and i think of even the small changes that have happened over the last couple of years when they've recorded multiple times for me you know where one of our young meditators was going to speech therapy i won't go i won't give too much away but going to speech therapy to work on a list and this young meditator kept practicing didn't like going to therapy he didn't like going to the speech therapy but loved working on reading the script for the, for the recording. And in that kept practicing and practicing and worked on this and even improved her speech because this was her goal. So it empowered her to take her mind off whatever she was told to practice, but she was practicing her language regardless. So then she started to become more confident and try new things after the recording. I had another young meditator who let me know that he suffered from a bit of depression and anxiety and didn't really want to do the recording but decided that he wanted to do it anyway because he wanted to help other kids feel better, like just like the way meditation made him feel better. So you're exactly right and, yes, like a resilient retreat would be so exciting. Like I, I got goosebumps when you were saying that. When you were saying like this, this camp to help kids, you know, get through those challenging times and make them shine, allow them to shine because we don't know what's hidden behind that you know the, the more a child experiences bullying they retreat and they retreat and then you don't get to see their beauty so yes that honestly I, I got so my heart just started smiling when he was speaking
0: Well, that's why there's a saying that says blessing and cursing is in the tongue and that's why I find it really ironic that the tongue is the strongest muscle in the entire body and it can do the most good but also can do the most damage mm. and I think that's so profound as well and I'm also um I don't know if this would ever be like an inspiring role model for these kids but you know Queen Elizabeth how Mm. her dad obviously had to step into kingship because his brother um abdicated because of his relationship with a woman that was divorced yes and he had a full-on stutter like it was so bad like he could not do the king and that's why there's the movie called the king's speech yes um like and he did it and he had to do it when he was an adult and with far less awareness and like technology and education back then that we do now. Mm. And I'm just thinking like, uh, you know, and he actually ended up being like, I you know he died young, but he ended up being quite an amazing king. And that can be the truth for these kids too. They can actually really use their voice as power and, and create change and actually then to give permission to all the other kids around them that they can too.
1: Yes, there's actually a boy. So on my Instagram, I'm just preparing some information to share. It's just this week, actually, about a boy named uh, Jalen Arnold. And he created this Jalen Arnold challenge. I think his Instagram is, sorry, I should know this, but Jalen Challenge. I think it's something simple like that, at Jalen Challenge. And he was bullied. He's uh, on the spectrum, has was diagnosed with Tourette's and and another and he was he said bullying made his his symptoms worse it increased his anxiety and it made his symptoms worse and so he decided to start this foundation called the Jalen Challenge and he goes around and has educated a hundred thousand kids on the impact of bullying. So, I want to shine light on my page. And this was one of the areas I'm sharing on young leaders and the impact they are having on change in our world. Because wow. that's, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I, I totally, yeah, it's amazing. Check out Jalen Arnold. <laughs>
0: I hope you guys are loving this episode. Isn't she just incredible? What the heck? I love her passion for the next generation leaders of young people learning how to manage their emotions. I really hope you're getting something out of this, especially in such times of need. Now I have a recording from an event we ran on the weekend. I would love for you to get access to if you're interested in learning more about whole foods and natural living. We have an incredible speaker called Nathan Forbes. He's a naturopath and neuro-emotional Technique practitioner, how to stay balanced in uncertain times. We've got another amazing speaker called Naomi Dyer. She's got the best selling um, book called Supercharge Your Self Care. And then we also have another amazing speaker called Sula Chamberlain, who runs a broth bar, Whole Foods Broth Bar. So if you would love to get the recording from that, you want to spend this time during COVID and lockdown nourishing your mind and body, filling your thoughts and your actions with really powerful investments into your health then just DM me over at bellyandbeyond underscore or email me with the email in my show notes and I'd love to send you through this empowering wellness recording that's going to transform your life and your perspective on health because honestly, right now, The most top priority along with your family is your health. Whatever your stance is with what's going on right now, the most powerful thing you can do is nourish your mind and your body, the seven pillars of health, water, exercise and movement nourishing foods reduce your toxic load manage your emotions meditate which is what we've shared about today and so much more so please dm me use this time wisely allow this time to be something you reflect on in the next two decades is where that you had your pivotal change in the way that you saw your health and wellness all right let's get back into the episode These kids that we're having are also currently being born into a world of fear. and I have a friend that, um, As a child i think he was around the age of four or five i think it was kindergarten was so scared to put his school clothes on because he would catch covid and the and they are in victoria and i know victoria dealt with things in a really different way to the rest of australia sydney has had it a little bit but not really and i just think he's someone that needs your meditation you know these are the kids that need to be taking a hold of their mindset their thinking their words their language what they allow, like thoughts only become destructive when they take root. So if, if I know that there's meditations that when kids have waves of anxiety coming on, it could be debilitating to the point of panic attacks, or they can't leave the house, they don't want to go to school, they're crying, Mm -hmm. or in fits of rage, I know you've talked about at the right time, not pushing it on them in the middle of a, a full on tantrum, but introducing the meditation. So kids really can get a handle on their emotions quite young. Can you just talk about like the different behavioral shifts you've seen mm-hmm. um, in children or any like cool stories anonymously, you know, where a kid went from like maybe full on anxiety or really struggling to actually being really confident and shining?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, as you were speaking, there's so much that's coming to mind. So there is so much coming to mind when you were speaking. There is a mindful words meditation. I know this is a little off track to start with, but there is a mindful words meditation. So that's about helping children acknowledging the words that go through their mind and being conscious of how those words affect their feelings. So we talk about a few different words during the meditation and then give the children guided time to reflect on how those words make them feel. So they start to realize how language affects them so that's one meditation that comes to mind during this time when you said the boy didn't want to put his school uniform on to start to teach him about the language in his mind another meditation that comes to mind that we have written against coming soon there's a whole list of them coming Um, there's a morning there's a morning um there's a, a travel one a transport one it's about a car ride and it can be to school it can be a holiday it can be it's really quite diverse but the my original intention is was developed so that going to school the the, the car ride to school even if it's a five minute drive is smooth is calm that everyone in the family is is regrouped during that drive rather than the conversation in in the car ride to school being you forgot this um you've left your hat behind. Where's, did you do your homework? That kind of conversation. It's reconnecting Mm. in the moment. So if it was a child who doesn't want to go to school because he's scared of COVID, it's going to take his, his mind off the emotion and, and all the thoughts that he, that have built up in his mind because of everything that he's hearing that he comes back to the moment. And it's a very beautiful mindfulness drive meditation you could call it and it helps engage the pet as well so we all start our day and how amazing to start a school day in a calm clear state of mind not a quick get out the door here's your bag and throw your lunchbox if that's you know a, a scenario that's quite probably common because we're all rushing every morning trying to over accomplish at the beginning of our day so so then starting a school day in a calm, clear state of mind so you can focus, you can learn, you're probably more compassionate and kind of friend because you're starting your day as you're the best version of yourself and that's for the children. Another meditation that's come to mind in our script is the bushwalk meditation and that's about grounding but it's also about empowering resilience and bravery because there is mantra sentences that the children are encouraged to, to say mentally or verbally. Sorry, i just probably need that help the children so there is a there is an association between bushwalk and trees because they are strong and they are grounding and they are rooted so we talk about relating feelings to the roots of the tree and we work our way up to the leaves and the leaves we give a visual of the leaves letting go and being courageous enough to let go of the things that don't serve us well so and these are all age appropriately directed to children the language So those are three meditations that have come to mind just off the top of my head out of 20-odd or so that are coming. Um, And so that's that. And then you talked about, sorry, I've got sidetracked because I I went back to the beginning when you're talking about the boy. It just stuck with me, not wanting to put his student form on. Oh, bless him. Um. So that's where I'm at right now. Wow! Wow! It's
0: amazing, and I love that you've connected nature and emotions and feelings and tools and being empowered. Now, there's one part of your app that you haven't yet talked about, and I'd love to talk about that to finish because I think it's so good that you've acknowledged this community and people group, which is the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islanders, and you've actually done a collaboration meditation series that community. So share a little bit about that.
1: So great that you brought this up, actually. It's uh, NAIDOC week this week. And the beautiful theme of this year is hill Country. And I was really lucky enough to collaborate and create a meditation called Jaujams Nanjame. And it's a really beautiful meditation that you can find in our community playlist. The collaboration has really given me this beautiful opportunity to learn so much more about Aboriginal culture and history than I ever knew, actually. So it's been a really connecting and grounding experience for me, connecting to Australia's um, history. It's been magical, actually. So I got to learn a lot and then write the content. And one one of the gentlemen on the committee, on the team, his granddaughter is the young meditator for this meditation and she was just so well so well spoken she took on the role amazingly and is a beautiful addition to our young meditator team
0: wow wow I love this it's so perfect and it's just such a beautiful way that you can honor that community and also educate the next generation to honor them as well yes and hear the way that they honour the land and hear the way that they were actually here first, and they know a lot more about a lot of things than we do, and we're the ones that are a bit slow on the upkeep, trying to Absolutely. keep up with what they Absolutely. already know. And we should listen. Yes. Um, should. <laughs> and what a beautiful way, you know, to collaborate with that community, and it does create peace, and it does set an example, and it does actually it teaches young people to accept all people. Yes. That's and types right. of racism on a in an unconscious level because little kids don't think about color of skin you know ethnicity race you know all those types of words they just think you're fun you're a kid let's go play
1: uh, they're untarnished they're unmolded they are pure and they deserve to be educated with the right information and to move forward so they can we can integrate aboriginal culture aboriginal beliefs and practices probably that's the word i'm looking for practices into our community so it's almost transparent that it's they're, they're a part of us well that we are a part of them really to be that's probably the, the, the truth of it all not probably it is the truth of it all and so, so that's what this project is for preschools and, and this meditation is a part, one of the resources and that's where I've learnt so much and I have this newfound appreciation for Australia's first and i wish i had this information when i was growing up i wish i was educated from this angle and was and their practices and their culture was integrated into our schooling in this manner and i feel so proud and honored that i have had the opportunity to um be a part of this and collaborate
0: amazing there's like honestly Lisa such big things happening for you and um i feel like this truly is just the beginning i know it, it did feel like from a business perspective apps are complicated and getting the app actually physically off the ground came with many setbacks and learning curves and upskilling and like (laughs) more than you if someone had told you what was going to happen when you started you might have actually been like i don't know if i'm up for that because this is going to be one heck of a ride but you did it and you've achieved it and it is the first children's meditation app that's ever been created right
1: yeah, yes, that's voice yes. That's, that's for children by children.
0: Which is phenomenal. Absolutely massive, massive achievement. So you should be so proud of yourself and it truly is going to cause a domino effect and a profound shift in like the next generation of children. And I really hope that it gets to all places, not just the affluent, but socioeconomic families, communities. I hope that it's being used through different you know facilitators if it's speech therapists or whatever I just hope it gets in the hands of all different types of people that can be ambassadors for it um
1: but thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> like, it's been such a journey. I have learned so much along the way and you're absolutely right. If someone told me how long it was going to take or how many setbacks I would have had. I probably would have reconsidered. But then if someone had told me all the beautiful interactions that I would be privy or had the opportunity to have along the way, I would say yes. Even if it took me 10 years, I would do it all over again because the children I've met, the parents that have supported me, the preschool teachers that asked, Me, is it ready yet? Because the sample was amazing. And children with additional needs sorry, I have just so much passion behind, I probably can't even get the words out. But the the children with additional needs parents are telling me stories about this one mum. I have to share this because I, I meant to mention it earlier, but that. Her son hadn't shown affection for her to her for months and he'd come home one day after listening to one of our meditations and he hugged her for the first time in months and it just made mm-hmm. me cry. And I've had like so many stories along the way that just brought so much emotion, but so much motivation to keep going regardless of how challenging it was.
0: Well, it just opens the gateways and the movement of love, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Like a a mother and a son to have a disjointed relationship without affection and touch and like that form of love exchange Mm. has detrimental effects on both parties' futures. And that is a form of healing right? Through your, your meditation. It's like, we can step back and be like, yeah, it's a simple meditation. You press play, you do it. It's like, no, it runs so much deeper than that. We're talking like legacies and generations that have gone before us where like love and mindset might not have been a priority. And basically people get to recreate their future. And that is powerful stuff. Like yeah. so cool.
1: Chance to rewrite just by connecting with their inner self
0: again. Wow. Identity. So beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to talk with us. I know so many parents are going to be so empowered by this. And I love that you've really targeted a wide range of age groups, which is going to really appeal to all different mums or dads on their parenting journey. So Thank you so much. Thank you. I really hope people get onto your app. I really hope that they start facilitating meditation into their children's lives and also for them as parents. And I'm really, really excited to hear the testimonies that come out of new people finding your app because the truth is there's a really only tiny percentage of people that even know about the app at the moment. And the more people we can get to know about it, the more people we're going to be able to help. So thank you so much, Elise. Thank you so much for your time and helping me spread the word. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together.